anxiety is a big problem today. And whether people deal with it consciously or maybe it's just an unconscious anxiety, either way, it's something we must deal with. And on this episode, I'm talking about some of the causes and some solutions that we can use to keep it from becoming a problem for us. Let's get into it right now. This is Cutting Edge Faith, Faith. the show that brings you the truth behind the headlines and equips you to live out your faith in the cultural chaos of today. God is on the move right now through people just like you. You were created for influence and impact. Let's take your faith to the next level. Learn more at RyanSHoward.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ryan S. Howard. Well, welcome back to Cutting Edge Faith. I'm Ryan Howard, and I've got a very interesting topic today. And I want to start out just with a verse, a couple of verses here that I think you're probably familiar with, but it's Philippians 4, 6 to 7. It says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Well, there is a lot in these two verses. There is a lot to unpack there, and it really gives us the key, the answer to anxiety. It is very simple, but the way anxiety can show up in our lives, maybe it doesn't seem so simple, and it may feel like that relief is far away, and it may be some mystery anxiety that we don't even really know what it's about or why it's there, some generalized dread, but I want to talk a little bit about some of these causes, and then I'm going to get into couple of things quickly that we can do to get results and resolve very quickly. And then we're going to dive a little bit into these verses to just sort of exposit this a little bit to teach on it and, and get in and dig in a little bit on that. So before we get into this, let's define some terms here. What, what is anxiety? Well, anxiety is, it could be a, a mental and a physical state of just like a negative expectation. It's just basically you know, an increased sense of apprehension or distress or worry, or it could just be uh, basically this cognitive feeling of dread, you know, anticipating a bad outcome, or maybe you just, just it's just jittery, having a you know, racing heartbeat, or just some sort of discomfort. And if you think about it, just think in terms of this is getting your attention, this is bringing your attention to something. And if you see this as a signal, you know, it could be beneficial to where it actually prompts you to do something. So let's look at it that way. It's a signal. It's a red flag. Stake in the ground. Let's do something and get it adjusted. And we want to do that quickly. We don't want to let it sit there all day long. Or And this even goes for negative emotions. If we've just got kind of a bad attitude, it, we got to deal with it right now. Not you know, As soon as we recognize it, not let it go all day. And then finally, okay, now I've had enough of it. Now let's deal with it. <laughs> so if, but let's look at the causes here. A couple of things. Now, the first is just this sort of mystery anxiety. You know, you don't even know maybe not even know what it's about. It's just there. There's just a sense of dread or just a anticipation of something that you that you're not looking forward to or you just have this just a general sense of uneasiness. Or it could just be a simple just a lack of peace. Like I don't got peace about this. And th- that could be something that God is actually speaking to you through. But not the anxiety. Now anxiety, a couple of things, you know, indecision. 
indecisiveness is something that I've noticed can cause anxiety. It can just, it's just, it's just this big thing of uncertainty. And so writing down everything where a decision needs to be made, most of it, you, if you have struggled with that, usually we have enough information to make 80% of the decisions that are open right now, or we need, we know we will have enough information in the future and we just need to let it go. Or uh, maybe we don't, and then maybe we need to take an action or maybe it's just not the time. Another thing could be unresolved conflict. Now, if there may be a relationship thing or a work thing or whatever it might be, that's another thing that could come to our attention. Another cause that is probably one of the most common ones is just screen time. It's so much screen time and cell phone and social media and what and fidgeting and always picking something up and just always looking, just fidgeting, not being able to just stand there, stand in line, or just be alone with your thoughts. And that just sort of compounds. That makes things even worse. And this is something I've caught myself doing. Like I've even noticed my ability to hold a thought in my mind has diminished significantly since college. And that is not because of nutrition. I eat very clean and it's not because of uh, other, it's just, it's literally screen time, these pretty little pixels giving these dopamine hits all day long. It just diminishes attention span. And so I did recognize that. And now I've taken some step, taken some steps to deal with that to where I can get that capacity back to where it needs to be. But that's something to really think about. Now there's, you know, countless other ways and things that can cause anxiety, but you know, whatever it is, you certainly will be aware of that sense of being anxious or worrisome or just a lack of peace. And so what can we do about that? Well, I want to give a couple of quick things, and then we're going to get into this, these verses here, like I mentioned. But the first, obviously we should pray. I mean, that's literally what it says. It says, Philippians 4, 6, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So we pray, we need to set this at God's feet. We may need to cry out to him. We may, but we need to get serious about it and actually just fall on our knees, whether it's physically or metaphorically, just falling before the Lord and saying, God, I need you to deal with this. And if you notice, it says with thanksgiving, it says, with thanksgiving, with gratitude. And so we are thankful, for God, for what he has. And we can even come to a place where we're thanking him for allowing us to go through these types of things because it may be a, that he's going to expose things that we need to deal with. And we can, you know, he's always pruning us like a like a, a vine dresser taking care of a vineyard so that it can have more fruit. Now, when we make these known to God, we can be real with him. We can just share, like, I don't know how this is going to get resolved. I don't know how you're going to deal with this. I don't know what to do. You know, you need to help me. Or it could be more simple. It may not be as big of a deal, but it's just something you need to set at his feet. And if there's something you can do about it, then take the action. And if not, we just need to leave it at his feet. Now, if there is, you know, if you really have struggled with like mental gymnastics and you just get stuck in your head and you just kind of re- replay, rehash, replay, rehash, and you can't let something go or you can't like, and you need to interrupt it right now. Well, you know, our minds Every thought we have has a chemical reaction in the body that can cause 
problems or you know help the body heal or these sorts of things. That's like you get into the placebo effect. I've seen the placebo in these studies works sometimes 30% of the time and sometimes even 70% of the time. The placebo effect, that means our thoughts matter. And so we really need to capture these. And that's why the Bible says that we need to think, put our minds on things above. We need to be careful what we're thinking about and what patterns are showing up. And so, but if you're in the middle of something, you know, I mentioned the mind has an effect on the body, but it's a two-way street. The body also has an effect on the mind. And so when you exercise and do those sorts of things, it releases the endorphins and dopamine and all that as well that, that, is the, uh, that helps your body. Now, if you are literally in the middle of something, you just can't get out of it, you, if you just jump 30 times, jump up and down or do some push-ups or just do some physical thing quickly, that will help interrupt that thought pattern. Like I said, it's a two-way street and then you can kind of have some relief and get back to it. Now, I want to also mention worship. Worship is something that a lot of times I'll put on and it may take a few songs to kind of snap out of it, but that's a way that you can uh that you can do that as well. And put your phone away. Put the phone away. Put it in the other room. You know, research I've I've read shows that, you know, having it face down on the table next to you doesn't make a difference. Even if you turn it off, it doesn't make a difference. It needs to be in another room or out of sight or out of reach. And so get it out. And so it's not pulling your attention. It's not like something you have to resist. That's a uh, one thing that I would recommend also. Now, I, anxiety is not something I've had a big struggle with, but it comes and goes for everybody to some degree. And we need to just be able to pay attention to it and recognize it and and do something about it. Like I mentioned, it's a signal for us that we need to take action. Now, I mentioned also a lack of peace may also be something now, that's more around us learning to tune into God's voice. You know, if you've got a decision or something that you've made and you just don't have peace about it, well, it's time to go to the Lord with that and really go into prayer and to go to the Lord and look to hear from Him and to actually have that listening prayer where you're in that partnership with the Lord and being able to, to get an answer from Him or a resolution and then obey quickly. It's not, you know, delayed obedience is disobedience. Yes, think about that. Delayed obedience is disobedience. If we're dragging our feet to do something we know God has clearly given us to do, that's not obedience. And it's not too late, though. It's time to take the action and do it. Now, if God is giving, if we if we just have a general sense of peace in a direction, like we're starting to listen to our spirit and starting to hear God speaks to us through our spirit. And we've got that gut feeling or that intuition, different ways that God can speak to us, but we need to start to pay attention to it and capture it. And so let's do that. Now, as we wrap up here, I, I already talked about verse six. And that's pretty straightforward. We, we, we make our prayers, we, we put our requests, make them known to God. He already knows them, but we are to partner with him. We are to invite him in. You know, it's like a landlord that is renting a house to somebody. If you're a landlord and you rent a house to someone, you can't just go into that house whenever you want. The, the person has to invite you in. They have to, uh, and this is saying we have to invite God in. We want him to intervene. Now, of course, he has sovereignty and he can do what he wants, but he also gave us free will and he wants to for us to partner with him. And so we need to invite him in. Now, we need to make those requests known and that's how we can do that and listen to see what he's going to say to us. Now, verse seven, it says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. 
Now, the peace of God, now this is comes in a download. I mean, when I just have a habit of of spending time with the Lord, carving out that time, quality time, whether it's in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, or all three, I see God just gives me a download. And I just have clarity of thought, clarity. I'm able to think clearly. I'm able to see, uh, understand my own heart, the things that are are bothering me, the things that I need to deal with, the things that I need to focus on next and where I need to take action. And that comes just through that extended time with him. That's in the word and worship, journaling, prayer, listening prayer, whatever it might be, or a combination of all of those. And it says it surpasses understanding. Now that means our natural mind won't won't even be able to comprehend the peace that can come. And that is literally from God. It's supernatural. It is downloaded. And we want to be walking in that all the time. And if it surpasses our understanding, well, then that's a spiritual matter and we need to be able to have that download. But it shows up in the natural. You know, our when we have peace, that shows up, like I mentioned, that chemical reactions, it releases into our body and it's not going to have those negative effects. Now, that peace guards our hearts and our minds. So think about what a guard is. It's, a, it's protecting our hearts and our minds and our hearts are the seat of our affection. It's the seat. What do we what do we want? What do we long for? And it guards our mind. That peace guards it so we don't get distracted and want other things. If we've got peace in from the Lord, we're not going to be drawn away by these other temptations. We're not going to be drawn away and distracted by these other things that, you know, even good things, but is it a God thing? You know, the enemy has distracted Many people with, quote, good pursuits that are righteous pursuits, but it's not what God has for them to do. And it can distract them from the actual calling that God has. And that's why we need to be tuned in to what the Lord is saying. And that's why anxiety or worry or whatever it is, big or small, needs to be dealt with quickly. And so God guards our hearts with peace. But we need to be coming to him because we trust in him. We His sovereignty and so we do that through prayer and supplication. And and he will also guard our minds, protecting our minds. You know, as we have that peace, we just it's just easier to to have our minds protected and set on things above. And that's done in Christ, as the verse says. So we need to pay attention when there's something showing up, whether it's a small anxious thought or whether it's a big overwhelming panic attack. Whatever it might be, we need to take action and we need to do it quickly. And there may be some lifestyle changes that need to be made. You know, for example, if the cell phone is getting pulled out every five minutes when there's no reason to check it, you might need to put it in a little bag. And so there's a little resistance. Put it in a Ziploc bag and put it in your pocket or get a fanny pack or something and put it in there so there's a little resistance. I mean, that could be as simple as that. Or put it in the other room, whatever it might be. I think the cell phone is a bigger culprit than we think or endless scrolling or whatever it might be. And we're shocked by the time we spend on that when the phone gives us a report of how much time we've spent on these apps. But the real issue is we need to just get with the Lord and we need to hear from him. So let's do that. Make sure we're taking action quickly. If those are coming, making decisions where we need to make them, resolving conflict where we need to resolve it and letting the Lord deal with things in a way that only he can do. All right, well, I hope that blessed you and visit RyanSHoward.com to get more episodes and to let me know what you want to hear about on this podcast or a question that you might have.
I hope you'll share this with a friend. God bless you, and we'll see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe, and you can help spread the word by leaving a five-star review and sharing it with your friends. Visit RyanSHoward.com to learn more about living the intentional, influential, and impactful life you were created for.